messing up and condemning himself because both, the thing they have in common is they're both threatened by Jesus and by his movement. That's first of all kind of interesting. They're, if you think about them, they're kind of this like two opposing parties coming together because they can both agree on one thing and that one thing is this Jesus guy has got to go. He's not, he's no good. That tells us so much in itself about Jesus and his ministry, that it was the religious leaders of his own religion who were threatened by him, and the empire itself, right? The political leaders, the people in power, both were threatened by this rabbi from Nazareth riding into Jerusalem on a donkey. So that is the first sort of moment to stop and wonder, what does that show us about Jesus? If he was a threat, not to just one group of people, but to these opposing parties. And the reason he was a threat to them was because Jesus was all about not even winning arguments. People came to him with all these arguments and questions. He didn't really seem to care about winning the arguments, you know? He seemed to be all about exposing the truth, exposing hypocrisy. Exposing the truth for what it is, despite the consequences, right? And both the Pharisees and the supporters of Herod, the Roman rulers, had a lot to lose if they were exposed. Because both of these groups were harming people. They were using power, caring more about money and power than about the lives of the people who were entrusted to their care as leaders, right? So we might start to think about, what are the parallels with our own world? Religious and state leaders who care more about power and money than the lives of the people that they're meant to care for? This group, this group of really enemies, right, have come to Jesus and they have, they're like, we are going to trick him. We're going to catch him this time, you know? They're going to ask him a question that's going to force him, they think, to say yes or no. And what's the question they ask? Give us your, well, first they butter him up, which I really like and think is funny. Teacher, we know you're honest, and you teach God's way sincerely. Um, you know, they're like, we know how great you are. So, then, is it lawful to pay taxes to the Roman emperor or no? Is it lawful to pay taxes to the Roman emperor or no? Now, if Jesus said no, what do you think would happen? He would be arrested immediately. He would be then a political revolutionary telling people to directly disobey Rome, right? So he, one option he has is to say no, it's not lawful. Now, there's a way we can look at Jesus' life and teachings that we have read up so far in the Gospel of Matthew and say, I mean, it seems like Jesus had a pretty radical view of money and distribution of wealth, and maybe there is a world in which Jesus would say no, right? On the other side, if he says yes, what is he risking? Being a sellout? He's risking being a sellout. And he's also risking confirming that he believes himself to be the Son of God, right? Which is blasphemy. So you see, he's in a pickle. He's like, what 
together as a community, Jesus is inviting us to consider 